Hi, and welcome to Frame Society, where we discuss real life issues in film. How was that one, Sasas? Mm. Okay, hi guys, welcome back. So, another hi. episode. I'm alright. Another rant mm-hmm. coming your way. This one's pretty packed, I'd say. It's a. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't mean it like that. It's very, it's very, it, it's a very heavy film. It has a lot of, you know, it's a very important story to tell as well. Uh, I'm sorry for my bad choice of words. As it has been established, I am hor- horrible at explaining myself. So the Same. movie we're talking about this week, <laughs> the movie we're talking about this week is The Danish Girl. It released in 2015, and it was directed by Tom Hooper. And as always, Merch is going to let us in on the synopsis. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah, it is you. a great responsibility of mine to let <laughs> you know how this story goes. <clears throat> I should make it... No, 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 I'm not going to sing. So, synopsis, real quick, real, real information, real... Yeah. A fictitious love story loosely inspired by the lives of Danish artists Lily, oh god, um, Elbe, I think, and yeah. Gerda uh, wa- Wagner. Oh god. Wagner. Yeah, Wagner? <laughs> yeah. No, okay, Wagner. Lily and Gerda's marriage and work evolve as they navigate Lily's groundbreaking journey as a transgender pioneer. Stand. Yeah, so um, Lily Elbe. I think it's Elbe. Let's get. I'm uh, sorry, right I didn't mean to disrespect. No. <laughs> it's fine. Um, also, Tom Hooper, he made a lot of. Yeah, he made what? cats ah. and lemmies. <laughs> and yeah, this okay. director is like, he made amazing movies and then really shitty movies. Yeah, and then he made cats and that's it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's not really great for musical. Mm-mm-mm. Let's just say that. No. But anyway, not yeah. the subject yeah. <laughs> today. Yeah, we're going to talk about Not every project is an A plus project, guys. It's uh, that's life. Um, so I guess we could get right into it uh, to one of our main uh, topics for today, uh, and that would be the the relationship between Gerda and Lily. Um, which is, you know, it evolves and it goes through a lot of motions uh, in the in the movie and in the story. So, anybody want to start us off or shall I? <laughs> anybody have a map? You can go then, I guess. Okay. Uh, yeah. We love an awkward silence. <laughs> so, <laughs> the thing... The thing I like the most about this relationship is that, you know, of course, um, Gerda has some difficulties in accepting uh, the change in Lily. Although it isn't really a change because Lily has always been there. Um, and it isn't necessarily because Lily is a trans woman. She never shows any problem with that. In itself, it's more of she's scared of losing her husband, 
Um, so she, you know, that's the scary part for her. Accepting Lily uh, as a, you know, as a constant presence is letting go of her husband, whom she loves very much and whom she with who she shares a lot of uh, traits and and complicity and everything so she finds it hard i guess to relate to this change um easily so yeah i'd say it's more on those lines uh there's this uh, awesome line that she says at the end of the movie so if we're jumping right into it <laughs> um she's talking with lily and she says they're talking uh lily asks gerda how can she love him and her both of them how could she give such love um how could she deserve that amount of love from gerda and gerda says you know it was easy you know loving you is um and she would always love lily uh but the thing is she was slow to change but she eventually managed to to come around and uh, yeah uh, own that relationship. They never stopped being soulmates. They <laughs> they yeah they went through some problems adjusting both of them I'd say. But they ended up proving how true their love was and how how deep their lawyer loyalty ran. Um, from one another so I think it's a really beautiful story of companionship amongst a whole lot of different things but yeah I really like their relationship here it's very yeah <laughs> I don't know like shots every time you say relationships well <laughs> well <Go for> <laughs> um, you know the thing with uh, that amazed me a lot in this relationship is um, uh, Greta's loyalty, you know? Like, so her husband is going through this, like, awakening phase, I say. And she kind of helps him do that. I think she is the one that really brings it outside you know like she brings Lily outside of Egner <laughs> like and she you know at the beginning she's like take it as a you know a game between a husband and wife and it's nice it's kinky Ooh. and like she didn't really like take it seriously at first I think but she was really open to it and, well, I think the problem begins when she sees that Lily is real, kind of, I guess. Uh, when she sees that she wants to have a life, like, a life of her own and not Egner life, Egner's life. Like, that's not her thing. She, although they both have a really really deep connection they're really soulmates as I say Gerda brings out Lily 
but uh, Lily is actually brings out Gerda. She is her muse. You know, she elevates her heart, and Gerda feels so inspired by Lily, that um, a way that she never felt by, I guess, like Lily, encaged in Ignard. I say, you know, I think her mask, Lily's mask, was really like not that bright, and when she she got the chance to to shine, it was like inspiring to Gerda. So they both kind of help each other. Gerda brings out the woman in uh, Lily and Lily brings out the artist in Gerda. And I think it's, I don't know, I love their love story. You know, love comes in all shapes and forms. Mm -hmm. And that's really like, you know, it doesn't need to be like physical or whatever. And I split platonic relationship because that's what it ends up being you know it's it's nice and you know you feel like Gerda always knew she always knew Lily was there you know when she first referred that when she kissed uh, Agnar for the mm -hmm. first time she it was like kissing her herself so like kissing a woman you know that's that's really cute I like that When she said that, I was like, oh my god, she, she gets yeah. it, kind of. And by the end, I mean, most towards the end, when she is talking to Lily, and she's saying that, you know, yes, she was in love with Agnar, but it has always been Lily. Lily always was were there, so, you know, I don't know. I love, I love their relationship, I love their... their I don't know. I love everything about them, honestly. They're cute. Yeah, their openness towards each other. Yeah. <laughs> this Awful movie was yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this movie was so deep. I'm I'm terrified. I'm ter terrified. Well, I made a new word. I'm terrified of saying the wrong things because I don't mean to disrespect anyone, or, uh, yeah. But the um, I think it's a really interesting movie to be a part of the transgender community and to make people see. Uh, I found a, a review on Letterboxd that said that this movie was made for cis cisgender people to understand and get in deeper into what transgender people actually go through and seeing how they uh, suffered that time because... It was unknown. Nobody, even uh, Lily, didn't know what she was going through, what the hell was going on, because we, we see that when she goes uh, to medic appointments, they <laughs> that thing with the schizophrenia part, where when he, yeah he goes out of the office and just he's running with the the arm vest. To, mm, that really was disturbing. Who's it? It's Pippa. It's okay. And uh, the one of those uh, m medical interventions really got me in the feels uh, and was the radioactive part. Because I actually thought, uh, strangely, that so he was going... Not understanding still that uh, Lily was Lily, that she identified as a transgender, because, you know, uh, he could be a cross-dressing or a drag... 
there is an infinite option uh, of everything you could be and do. And I don't know why my subconscious thought, oh, well, uh, this doctor might help with, I don't know, I don't know. It's kind of messy to think that I thought that way because it seems like I'm judging or trying to fix someone or uh, appealing or finding that uh, or uh, it's, uh, that wasn't the word. Let's go backwards. <laughs> But that was not the point and... I feel bad for having thought that way. And the radio radioactive scene made me just... It's it's really... It's, it's kind of chilly, you know? And it's really interesting as well how after that, uh, Lily kind of starts to go deeper and deeper into herself and knowing who she is. She didn't find that comfortable. She thought, okay, um, why wa were they trying to fix me? Uh, this is real, this person exists, this is not something I imagined or I'm making up. And yeah, and the doctor starts questioning his mentality and his insanity and it goes just, everything goes rock bottom until this nice little doctor appears and offers um, Lily a chance to, to be really a woman. Um, you know, I th uh, found that really interesting because uh, when I was watching Pose, the Ryan Murphy series, they discuss a lot of that. Yeah, that's amazing. I haven't finished season two yet. But What? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. How? Go, like, go in there right now. Right <laughs> now. But it's really, it's, it's really interesting to, because it, it, just like this movie, it explains a world to you that... I had no idea um, existed, like the whole ball thing, and even the f the um, when they talk about transgender people, um, they don't take it as a thing of look to be a woman. You have to totally be to for your body. You, your body needs to be totally a woman, or um, meaning your genitals need to be. Um, there is um, a term related to this. Okay, I'm going to simplify it. <laughs> yes, please. There are people who think that to be a transgender, to be a, a real woman, to make that transi transition... Uh, you need to have a yeah, vagina. Yeah, you need to change. You need to uh, make don't. that surgery to change your genitals. But there are people who feel more comfortable um, as a woman, but... Uh, with the genitals from their born gender yeah, and that doesn't body. make yeah and that doesn't make them uh, less um, lesser uh, lesser of a woman or the gender they identify with I think that's beautiful that I think that just sums it up of what the term transgender means it's just a mixture of beautiful things it's it's like a rainbow in a person <laughs> it's like it's, a, it's like a unicorn it, that mythical creature that nobody believes exists <laughs> and it, it exists if people can be unicorns <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm sorry <laughs> it's like unicorns <laughs> yeah i'm sorry
sorry, I messed Leave that up a bit with my speech, but yeah, Leave I got to where to I wanted to. bring unicorns into a into a transgender talk. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that in my no, whole entire life. You know the the thing with um with relating to to with feeling like your like your body should be something else. You know, like you you don't identify with what you were born with. Um, you know, one of the things that I really felt uh, from Lily was her utter like discomfort with having um, male parts, you know, with having a penis mm -hmm. and with having, you know, she's so, you know, that's called um, dysphoria. Dysphoria. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And not only, it's not just trans people that suffer yeah, from yeah, dysphoria. Yeah, no, I'm not like... It happens to usually bulimic people and yeah. people that have uh, eating disorders too can suffer from dysphoria. And not every transsexual Person. people or transgender suffers from dysphoria. It's really interesting. You know, I'm not an expert, but... It's a whole new world, yeah. really. It's, it's terrible. Like, imagine you having, like, something, like, in your body that is so discomfortable for you that you want it to be removed like either like you know I don't know a lot of transgender women but I do know transgender um, men and uh, you know uh, one of my best friends is actually a, a trans dude and he has a, a really so <laughs> I was saying um, yeah so He has a really, really hard time, like, you know, living with this, uh, with this boobs, you know, that, because, you know, his vagina doesn't bother him that much. Of course, he bothers him a bit, but the, the worst is really, like, his yeah. boobs. He, he just can't deal with it, and it's terrible. I've seen him, like, some days, like, having it really, really bad. And you can also see it, like, in the movie. You know, in the beginning, it's just like... Yeah, you know, he, he puts it as a, as a male genitalia between his legs, you know, mm -hmm. to, to fake a, having a vulva. And, you know, you, you see, like, you know, he's curious. You don't see him suffering. You see him more curious yeah. of what the feeling could be but there comes this part in the movie that it becomes like too much for her to accept the fact that she has you know male parts that she she can't even have anybody touch it or or even herself yeah. even herself and so that's like i mean You know, after that, I imagine a whole, a whole sort of situations where, it, like, you know, when you're, like, excited, you know, when you're a man, it's pretty visible, you know? I don't know how a trans woman that, you know, doesn't really feel good with a penis would feel about that. And that's just terrible to me. I can't imagine. Like, it's just... God, trans people, uh, people that suffer from dysphoria and 
goes through so much. It's like, Jesus. Yeah. Now, first thing I ask when I meet somebody and he's like, what's your pronouns? Oh, my God. We're losing everybody today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one who doesn't go away. I'm like, <laughs> this is like this is like a therapy. I'm the therapist. You y'all are just going away. Like I'm I'm tired. Oh wait, no, I'm, I just came back. Jesus, how this happening so much? It's Can a you tough tell Discord. How yeah. done I am with Discord right now. <laughs> Thanks Discord. Thanks. Okay. Discord is just like oh this could be controversial. Just. Shut it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... They'd be like, we do not talk about this. The struggle with the pronouns, it's, you know... It's... I think... No matter how uncomfortable it is, if you're making an effort to be as respectful as you can, and if you're learning along the way as best as you can, if you... If you by accident make a mistake and apologize for it and own it and be like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, or it's just, yeah, I'm doing my best and I'll try to get better. I don't think it's really that important if you own the mistake and you you mm -hmm. make a vow to always uh, try to be better and learn. And if you correct that. I think the bigger problem is when people are like, it's just a, it's just a pronoun. Who cares what I call that yeah. person? That's <laughs> that's a, a a really different attitude, and that is harmful, and it completely disregards disregards the 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 feelings of of the other person. So, I do believe that that kind of mentality of it doesn't matter. It's just words is way worse than slipping up and making a mistake. You know. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, Obviously. you know, like, depending on your intentions, it can be very triggering for some people. To others, not that much. It depends, really. But, like, you know, if you are, if you're mentalized that, you know, you have to use that pronoun to uh, refer to that person, you might get used to it. Yeah. To the point that you will not get, do make any mistake ever again. If you stay with, like the the mentality like it's not important whatever it's just pronoun well you will sleep a lot more and it could be devastating to certain yeah yeah people so yeah watch your words okay? yeah that, that that's what I was trying to um, explain but I just bad with words it's fine <laughs> it's fine you did so, great <laughs> um, you try the, that's what matters yeah the I do believe that if you come from a place of respect and of trying to learn do what's best for for the other person that you can make mistakes but you can't go wrong because you need to show that vulnerability as well in order to understand because it's like Mm -hmm. You know, I I haven't had a lot of um, encounters with uh, transgender people, but with um, the girl from our um, major, um, you know, the first like two, three days because uh, she was introduced to us as a male and we didn't know that she was um, a trans woman. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, 
it's a dude, <laughs> whatever. But then when I knew, like, first uh, one or two days, I was like, he, uh, she, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> you know, and I was, I was trying to correct myself. Uh, and I ended up, and now I can't, um, I wouldn't fan them uh, referring to her as a he because it just doesn't make any yeah. sense to me, no. But mm-hmm. I went through that little process of, okay, it's it's not what she, she was introduced incorrectly. That's not her pronouns and you need to do the best you can to correct and use the right pronouns. And I, I also think that, uh, especially with also like, non-binary people and everything I do believe that asserting your pronouns and normalizing asserting your pronouns is um is really important I've seen a lot about this on social media that even if you are you know cis um and you identify with the you know obviously with the what you were born with you can that's the definition of cis yeah exactly <laughs> thank you sorry um <laughs> that it can be uplifting to people who use different pronouns to also identify your pronouns in your social media and whatever because it normalizes um, asking to be treated by a certain pronoun. So it's not just this community or this community or whatever that asks for a different pronoun or whatever. It's just a normal thing to choose yeah. and it is a normal thing to choose how people address you as so yeah i pronouns <laughs> can be a bit tough when you're learning about them but it's you know you just gotta that's what i was saying now first thing you need to ask is like what's your pronouns yeah and people just say it it's fine and then it's better to start on a good base yeah it's way more easier to get used to it than starting like you know on a wrong foot yeah <laughs> and then you need to correct yourself i mean it's not bad either you know but it, as long as you are like so it, open to it it's fine yeah it's a lot less hassle if you just have them on the first hand so you don't have to yeah correct the mistake in your brain <laughs> that was like very <laughs> in your brain although in portuguese it's a lot more difficult especially for the they them, they, them pronoun yeah. because we don't have that uh, in a neutral pronoun for that it's very specific specific for female and male it's like even know, have to, even yeah, the way we we, we construct phrases is it's, it's gendered yeah. you know yeah, yeah. a so lot of latin messy. language a lot no all of them i think like spanish french italian mm-hmm. i don't know if uh, romanian is too but you know latin languages have this thing of everything needs a gender yeah which <laughs> That's is a really i mean it's not a problem people. but like it's a little like i mean it's tough like just Take off the gender. Boys yeah. don't need a gender. It's like the words we learned that in school, like the palavras uniformes, the the words that don't have gender. It's like, uh, or, or don't have like a singular. They're just plural, like pencil. We say lapis, and it's 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 a pencil. It's always the same. Yeah, and it's it it doesn't change. You say. A lot of pencils or a pencil, it's the same word. We should have that for... Uh, everything. Everything, yeah, gendered. Yeah. 
not just yeah. a what is form. gender <laughs> i'm a i'm a uniform i'm Clearly. a uniform uh, uh word my name is <laughs> yeah i end with an s oh my god i'm a uniform i am a uniform word <laughs> That's very, that's very... That's a gender I didn't know about. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're always learning, I guess. <laughs> um, so, that's funny. with this thing, actually, uh, there are some important notes that I wanted to talk about uh, the movie. Um, I Some interesting facts as well. You know, firstly... <laughs> Yes. I'm sorry, but we <laughs> on Google Docs, your name is Anonymous Camel. <laughs> mine? Definitely not mine. Yeah, your your cursor just went through the words and it just said Anonymous Camel. <laughs> sorry, it was. Yes, funny. I identify as an Anonymous Camel for today. Okay. <laughs> Thank it's you, totally Google Docs. Fine. I'm um, sorry, you can go on. <laughs> Uh, so firstly, Thank for the parentheses merge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the focus feature, the production company for this movie, actually financed the tombstone in 2016 uh, in a memory and for um, Lily Elvis' uh, grave at Trinity Cemetery in Dresden. Um, and what I found interesting is that this tombstone only has her name and place of birth and death it has no no dates i don't really know why but i just yeah i thought it was interesting and it's a nice gesture uh, from the production company because apparently a few years uh, before the ground of the cemetery was leveled you know all the stuff and it, they kind of lost her tombstone amongst many others Kind of, oh, I don't know. How can you lost a tombstone? Not really, but you know when they <laughs> level cemeteries, some um, some of the like tombstones Why do are people do that. Lack of space, I guess. I don't know. I had no I... idea. I don't really know. I don't really know the whole. That's details. disrespectful. The, <laughs> the whole details of it, but I know there was some like groundwork or whatever on the cemetery, and then in 2016, uh, the production company for the movie. Uh, financed uh, a tombstone for uh, her grave That's and cute. you know Lily Alba was a real transgender woman her story is real of course this is a fictionalized uh, tale of her life but um, she was a total badass and she's yeah. she's still an icon in the transgender community today um, given that she is the first popular and well-documented uh, narrative of gender confirmation surgery yeah i got that right <laughs> because there are some terms regarding this surgery that are a bit uh, disrespectful so i was trying to get that one right um and another thing is that actually the main actor for the movie we were talking about this before eddie redmayne he the movie was a bit criticized for casting him given that it is an English cisgender male portraying a Danish transgender woman. You know, it's a bit tricky talking about this because, of course, uh, the transgender community, uh, similarly, similarly with like the POC community and 
everything everybody needs representation and a place to speak their voice and tell their stories you know um i do believe that we all should be able to tell our stories and not like have our narratives taken from us but at the same time uh you were talking about it Sasa, so maybe you can develop on it more uh given that it's such a powerful story and it has such a you know an arc it could be triggering in some ways for yeah. for a transgender person to I mean, of course, it depends on the person, yeah, but yeah. I know that some transgender uh, people actually can't really... It's like a bit like... I'm, I'm sorry, getting back to the movie. It's like a bit like Lily, you know, she doesn't want to paint anymore because that's something that Egner did and that's that's attaching her to her male character, a male persona that she doesn't feel related to, that she doesn't feel like it's her. And so she she won't paint because it's not a thing that Lily do. It's a thing that Egner do. And a lot of trans people have this thing that, you know, I guess that a trans woman could have a little... Uh, problem I guess or it might be a bit triggering for her to represent Egner part of the story because she would be uh, represented as a male and you know I'm sure there's a lot of people that wouldn't mind but in the same way I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that would mind yeah so it's not of course they could have cast um, trans women for that but that's the same thing as, you know, they can cast um, a trans woman to play the role of, a, let's say, a biological woman. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, I think there's a lot of, yes, definitely, like, cinema today, there's a lack of representation. There's not a lot of POC people, transgender people, uh, and a lot of... Uh, People from communities and minorities are not represented as well as others. Not only in characters, but also in roles. Yeah. You know, actors don't get the same job opportunities, same, uh, opportunities as well cis white. Yeah, and and people. there are even some cases in which certain characters are of a diff are of a certain ethnicity, or you know. That kind of stuff and they i say this about ethnicity because it's easier to explain uh but like mm -hmm. you know like let's say it's an indian character but they would put a mixed person so that it's you know it has some like traits but it's you know they whitewash the character a bit you know they're like oh but it's a poc person and like, don't get me wrong, mixed people should definitely get as much job opportunities as everyone else. I'm not saying that, you know, like, everyone should get opportunities. But the industry's uh, pattern of, like, not choosing, you know, an Indian person to play an Indian person or, you know, like, an African-American person to play, you know, like, that kind of stuff. Sometimes it's a bit... Well, well, yeah, but you know, I see, I see where the 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 thing is coming from, and I do agree in some cases that it's important. But you know, but sometimes um, it's 
Yeah. I don't know. It's a discussion you know, to be Redmayne, had. I guess. Yeah. Eddie Redmayne was great in yeah. the movie. His it performance was amazing. was amazing. I. Does a, um, a trans female could have done a better job? Yes, she could. Could she have done a worse job? Yes, she also could. You know, would it would it be a better movie if it was a transsexual woman in the role? I don't think so. I don't think it's. I don't know. It depends. It really depends yeah, this, on the actor. And this this uh, the 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 fact that there needs to be more representation is a fact, and it's non. There's no discussion here. But the in roles in particular, like we're talking about this one, it, it's a discussion to be had. You know, it's yeah, it's tricky. You know, some people are gonna always say that it should have been a, a trans woman. Some people are like us. They were like, you know, it could have been. It could have not been. It's we'll never know. The movie was made this way, and this is the movie. So. <laughs> For this one, yeah. there's nothing else that we can do, <laughs> you know? Um, but, and there are other people that are always going to be like, no, it's completely okay, so why is there... You know, there are people, I know people that are always, you know... <laughs> nowadays, it always seems like there's a representation, like, theme in, like, cinema and TV shows. Like, it, there's all, there always needs to be representation of different people... And I always respond like, yeah, because it's been lacking They're since people. the beginning of cinema history. Of course people are going to catch up to it. This is, you know, it still has a long way to go. But yeah, this is what it's evolution like looks like. You know, it, it bugs me so much when people are like, oh, you know, nowadays it seems like it's, it's always fashion. like... It's fashion to be gay or it's fashion to be transgender. What's yeah, going on uh, with everybody? Like... What yeah, the and, and like with movies, it's just that people are getting free. Yeah. you know, they're getting yes. not that much scared to talk out their, you know, their things, sexual orientation or whatever. That's why there are more gay people or more yes. transgender people. There's actually not more. It's just like people talk. Yeah, <laughs> it's different. It's Ugh. it's it's a thing know. of. You don't have to understand or to like. Just respect. Just shut up. Yeah. yeah. Just let you know, be. I'm gonna bring back our iconic uh, sentence from episode one. Just respect the bananas. <laughs> respect the what bananas. the hell did I do yes, to you? Just always. F- fucking respect the bananas. Like you don't like the bananas. Go eat an apple. Yeah. Don't respect them. Leave yeah, the bananas exactly. alone. <laughs> yes. So. Yeah, I guess just you know. We at Frame Society have always said, you know, that this is a, f- a safe space and that we encourage and we we um, advocate for all different kinds of loves, of identities, of, you know, backgrounds. Um, and we do believe that respect is one of the most important values uh, to be had. <laughs> Example, our catchphrase, respective bananas, um, which came from me not being able to explain or do a nice metaphor. But anyway, um, so we do believe this is a conversation to be had and we do believe in educating ourselves more on it 
and we will try along the way to bring more difficult discussions on the table we're, we're a bit scared sometimes to make mistakes but we're trying our best to educate ourselves to talk about you know different movies and different causes that you might want to hear about um and you know if you have any kind of information organization any stories that you want us to talk about in the podcast share, share send us uh, it doesn't have to be public you can dm us and contact us um so we're, we are we will always be open to receive uh, your stories and and your opinions and everything so yeah um we are always open to learn more and to talk more about this kind of thing because we do yeah. believe that it's important no matter how many jokes and we, we make in between you, we want you to feel seen yeah yes that's that's the, the most important thing everybody should be seen for who they truly are so if you're whatever your gender is whatever your sexual orientation is whatever your ethnicity uh, cultural role background religion whatever you you have the right to be seen as long as you respect others of course and to be respected as and well of course you give back what you receive yeah or you receive what you yeah, give back yeah, i don't know which that. well But yeah you know <laughs> you know you know <laughs> so i guess my mama always told me treat people the way you want them to treat you Yeah, or sure. like Harry yeah. Styles says, <laughs> treat people with kindness. <laughs> <laughs> We stand that message. We really do. Um, so I guess pretty. this. I think this is a good place to wrap things up. Um, we've talked a bit about the movie. We've talked a bit about what we take from it. We've talked a bit about our position <laughs> in the matter. Um, and, you know, we made this appeal of... The sharing of stories and you know using users use our platform to you know uh share to the world um yeah what you need to be shared um so yeah as always our social media is there for you uh we we are everywhere <laughs> i guess uh <laughs> So, yeah, you can always contact us and uh, we hope, as always, that our company has been of some comfort to you, maybe. Or if we were just a good background noise, then so be it. That's fine, too. <laughs> um, we just hope you enjoy it. And as always, if you want, you can join the rent. And yeah, that's it. We're gonna wrap up. <laughs> Bye! <Yeah. laughs> Thank you. Goodbye! Bye.